0: You know, I, I always loved Messi, and I think he's the greatest to ever play the game, and I think it's not, it's not an honor to, to play against him, because he's just a human, as we all are. It's just a, it's an honor to be in the round of 16 of a World Cup. That's the honor in itself. Um, whether we played Argentina or we would have played against Poland, it still would have been an honor to represent Australia in the round of 16 of a World Cup. <laughs>
1: Doki, here we go with another episode of the four man wall a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host jashan coming at you live from Melbourne's inner southeast. I'm thinking of moving to Scotland after the result this morning though. Bloody keen to get stuck into it tonight. Joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he didn't even watch the game live. He was too tired from banging in goals at futsal last night. It's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson.
2: Oh, thanks, Jashan. Thanks for the, uh, the shout out there. But, uh, yeah, thrilled to be here uh, ahead of a very special episode, I'm sure. So, yes, very keen.
1: Very special indeed. The third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who has already watched the game two and a half times. On Twitter, he's NPL player Oscopes. Here he is Damon Serra.
0: Hey everyone, good to be back on such an awesome day. And what an occasion for us to, and what a privilege it is for us to cover the uh, historic soccer roots getting into the round of 16 for only the second time. So, can't wait to get stuck into it.
1: You beauty. And last but not least, he's an absolute daredevil. It's the potato cake power eater, Nicholas Brazier. Oh.
3: Thank you, thank you, Jashan. Uh, no power ta- Oh. No potato cakes for me today. But yes, I had one yesterday. It did the job.
1: He's <laughs> all potato caked up. That's fantastic. Can you believe it, boys? Written off too many times to remember this morning or last night, depending on how you want to consider time. It's all a construct anyway. Absolute massive occasion. Massive moment in, in footballing history. I won the Europa League with my creator, club, and football manager. So, look, oh. it's just fucking iconic. It, it really is. But, um, we'll go down in history.
3: Uh,
1: no, but Riley McGree is in my squad. So, uh-huh. you know, yes. shout out to Riley McGree. But so is Idris Abdullahi, and according to, to Demo, that bloke doesn't play football anymore. So, make <laughs> it what you will. But, no, it's official. The Scotland B team have made it into the round of 16. We got the dub. Australia, just... we, we beat Denmark. It's ridiculous. Still can't believe we it. We fucking did it, boys.
0: We bloody did it.
1: I don't even know where to start. Like For um, all
0: this, um, yeah, for all the talk about these A-League players being pretty shit and, what so- and whatnot, and here they are on the world stage getting the bloody job done for the mighty Socceroos. We beat That's
1: the 10th right. ranked team in world football, Denmark. Jeez. We beat them. Madness. That's right. uh, I'll run around real quick, lads. Where were you all uh, watching the game and, and how did you react when Leckie scored that beautiful, beautiful goal? I'll start with you, Nick. Oh, mate. You know, noble as ever.
3: You know, I was in bed in my underwear um, <laughs> <laughs> watching the game on my screen, uh, my phone, and uh, definitely woke up the missile uh, <laughs> there. And to that, I say. You'd want to be woken up, you know, if aliens landed on Earth and when pigs fly. So, it's only right I do so. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you comparing Australia beating Denmark to an alien invasion and when pigs fly?
3: More like a friendly alien invasion where they give you, like, unlimited beer. It's pretty <laughs> sick, like,
1: you know. Well, we must, we must be getting a public holiday, surely. I don't know if well, Albanese so. knows what football is, but, like, wake up,
3: <laughs> I, I watched, um... Well, I'll get back to that point. But uh, speaking of free beer, you know how Budweiser has all that beer locked in the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. coming to us because we're winning the cup. baby. <laughs> Albanese said, "I watched his six-minute address. It was kind of funny. You should get a role on the podcast. He did a good job. He basically described every emotion. He was, but like no one was vibing with him. He was like." Um, he's like, and then we we're all nervous when Tunisia went up, and he was like going through all the motions. He was like, and then Matt <laughs> Mackey got a goal, and then you know, a, a few nervous moments, and the penalty that never happened. And then I turned to my turn
1: to uh, <laughs> this Albanese accent is terrible. <laughs> I
3: love this Albanese <laughs> he's accent, like, and uh, ruse with, uh Graham art. You know. yeah. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't give you a public holiday today. But I felt like 4 a.m. was a bit short
1: notice. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, An outset, Albo. Give us something, for God's sake. Give us if,
3: if, if we if we beat Argentina, killing Peru's identity was bad. Wait until
1: <laughs> we end Messi's career. Yeah.
3: Four pieces in penalty Five, four in penalties. Messi steps up. And Andrew Redmayne saved it. <laughs> we were... Fuck yes.
1: <laughs> the grey wiggle comeback. Can you back? Yeah, I uh, did where, where,
2: where were you when you scored that goal and how did you react? Oh, mate, well, at the time it was happening, I was in bed, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so was I. So, true, true. <laughs> You'd better sleep, though. Yeah, yeah actions, that's though. that's the key difference there, a shame to say. But, yeah, when I when I watched the replay... I did know it was coming at some point because I did see the result, so I didn't watch it spoiler free. <laughs> but yeah, just once I saw that goal go in, watching the replay, that's the moment it actually sunk in that we won, you know, and, and got pretty emotional just watching that goal because I knew that was oh, that yeah. was the winner. So yeah, it was amazing.
1: It was goddamn amazing. And what about yourself there, Damo? Oh, I was, just, I
0: was in bed for, I have set my alarm for one thirty. mm Woke That's up wrong. at 1.35. Okay. Get up, uh, transit to the lounge room. Oh, Ooh, lounge room? Dreaming. Yeah, Nice. Turn, turn on the TV, and I'm left instantly with the sight of Craig Foster, uh, Mark Bosnich, Thomas Sorensen, yeah. and whoever the host was. Uh, That's who you want to wake
1: up She did too. a good job. I
0: got myself in the mood.
4: Mm.
0: They also got me in the mood too. So I was pretty pumped. And then the National Anthem start. I get up and start singing the National Anthem at
3: 2 o'clock in the
0: morning. (laughs) And I didn't wake up my family. That's how good it was. Uh, They must have been having a good dream after that. (laughs) And then... And then after that I battled my way through the first half and then absolutely sent it when we scored. And then absolutely shat bricks when we were holding on. And then sent it again. Sent. After
2: ninety.
3: Sent
0: sixty minutes.
1: Um, that was yep, a beautiful tale. That was awesome. That, you took me on a journey there, mate. That was fantastic. I do want to uh, send my condolences to Thomas Sorensen, who's just sitting there next to. I, honestly, I think <laughs> I'm almost convinced that Mark Bosnich was drunk on that uh, on that goddamn stream. He was he was ridiculous. But, that, that's pretty um, standard with Thomas He's on <laughs>
0: that, that or you know Bob?
1: Yeah, yeah it all. I was, I was at my desk uh, watching it. I definitely woke up my roommates, and I definitely woke up the cat. But uh, <laughs> worth it for.
3: I woke up the cat. too. Uh, I said. Oh. I said. I said to the cat, "You gotta come out here and celebrate, or be <laughs>
1: quiet." That's <laughs> <laughs> deserved. You know, uh, you you giving Oliver. No, no, shit. Andy's giving yeah. Oliver. Your cat is Hugo. Boss. My apologies. My bad. My bad. My bad.
3: I think I might change my cat's name to Harry Suda though. Yes. not <laughs>
1: as big as Harry Suda. Okay. Well, you change your you change your cat's name to Suda I'll change my cat's name to Leonel Lecky. Because that boy. Oh, what a fucking goal! Honestly, so good. Roommate was saying about that. <laughs> But they'll have to deal yeah. with it, mate. <laughs> be I mean, right. Harry Souter intercepts the play, he resets us nice and quick. Straight to Riley McGree. I said it from the start. McGree is a gun. Oh. Me and Nick were the only people who predicted him to be in our starting three for the Socceroos. and McGree oh. has been fantastic since day one. McGree.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. He did well there, boys. Oh.
1: Gorgeous pass, finds Lecky, but then it's Lecky's got everything to do, and he cuts inside, but the defender matches him, so he cuts back outside, and then just the finish! Just go over. on Lecky! Oh god.
0: And then we sent it.
1: Okay, my first three my first of my three burning questions. Three burning questions! So I'm gonna go straight in here. Damo, answer Is Lecky in contention for greatest soccer rule of all time? Or has he already got the mantle? Well, next week or Sunday,
0: he surpasses everyone, along with Matty Ryan as the mm. Australian to play the most games at a World Cup. Indeed. Mm. So, on that basis, depending on the result, or disregarding the result altogether, I think he's within in the top five Socceroos of all time.
1: Okay. Okay. I, and I that, is, that is
0: quite an endorsement.
1: In terms of talent, probably not, but in terms of greatness, in, like...
0: In terms of just absolute commitment to mm. Australia, he's mm. got to be up there.
1: He puts in a shift every single time. Every yeah. single
0: time he steps foot out on the pitch.
1: Bloody hell. I mean, like, and it's a testament to his fitness as well. Like, Goodwin mm. out there putting in a shift too, but obviously Goodwin had to be subbed off at half time. For what we think is just fatigue, uh, hopefully it's not something more serious. But Lecky played what was it, seventy odd minutes in the end, and yeah. just full steam Eight. the entire time.
2: Yeah, that's it. When he's on, he doesn't he doesn't uh, you know go half hearted. And he
0: and he does goes both ways too. So it's not like he just bloody
2: yeah. spends it all
0: getting us up the pitch. He he gets back and he does the nitty gritty stuff and. Yeah. He, that's
2: why he's just so good for us. Well, that's where he started his run for his goal. Like, he started from That's right. From he box. started in the deep. Mm. He started in the deep. Yeah, he ran. I think I saw it was like 80-odd 80, 80 metres, I think, he ran yeah. from there to get the 80, goal. 80 metres flat out. Yeah, and then to do pull that off with that finish and getting through the defenders, everything we, under that sort of fatigue, you know, like, just makes it even more amazing. That's That's in
1: top five. Socceroos goals. When I have full sprint for 80 metres, I need to lie down. Yeah, that's right. Need to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's like, cuts in, cuts out, and the... Oh. Uh, Fuck Craig Foster for ever implying there was any luck there. No, he definitely meant to nutmeg the Danish defender and find the bottom right-hand corner. 100%. Definitely. Like he's a legend, and um, obviously Andy, the Melbourne City mega fan, you must be yeah. pleased. Oh if he's mate, doing um, it for your club so, as well.
2: So chuffed! Like, <laughs> I would have been chuffed no matter who who scored it, but it's just like, just poetry, you know. <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. Melbourne City mega fan
1: <laughs> putting this on the goddamn map. But again, I think in all his glory, I think it's another situation of like obviously Duke scored the goal against Tunisia, but we all kind of agreed that Harry Souter was man of the mm. match. Yep. Is that a similar situation uh, against Denmark, here, fellas? Because fa- another clean sheet, two clean sheets in a row. Yeah. Suter was a gun. Are, are we naming Suter as man of the match, fellas?
0: I suppose we could do that, or Kai Rolls. I, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon there was both a decent shout for both of them. Yeah, like. Uh, but probably just Suda just because of mm. just the way he attacks the ball and just seems to get his head on everything, whereas Rolls is a little bit more. Uh, positional based and just smarts based whereas you just see Souter coming out with all these big clearances and stuff but Mm. that's not to take away anything from his um, man marking and stuff which has been on point since uh, I think he's tore him a new one after the France game so yeah
1: well the whole defense in the France game was pretty pretty shocking yeah Uh, But the the way they've turned it around has been truly spectacular. Suit is so mobile. Like,
0: yeah, for a big bloke, eh? He He can get moving. He's Mm. not like these big blokes who you just see that, like, the most unathletic person ever. This bloke can jump and he can can sprint and. Mm. He's just an athlete. Like,. Two meters
1: tall. on yeah. Andres Christensen might be cultured, but he doesn't have the goddamn legs that Harry Souter does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Barcelona, hire him. Let's fucking uh, go.
2: Surely he's That's off right, off yeah. to uh, a big club soon. You'd have to think. Surely, I honestly. All Premier
0: League beckons, I reckon. Even like as soon as January.
1: Yeah, wow, there you go. Yeah. All do, roles as well. I mean, yeah, Damo's right in mentioning role. I think mean, Bayich has been a star the entire yeah, tournament. And Bay even though H. we've had three right backs in three games, I think. Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, both. Yeah, they, look, Atkinson obviously unfortunate way to start the tournament up against Mbappe, but yeah, just thrown
0: straight under the bus.
1: Yeah, was one hundred percent. Just you are a But it, was, a, it like... was the best
0: option for it. Oh, yeah. I think
1: it Yeah, would have happened like no matter who was on him. Yeah, Deck Nick was awesome today in, in this game as well. But I was yeah. supposed to ask you boys, like the Danes, they made all these changes. I can't pronounce the head coach's name, but they made all these changes. They brought on Cornelius. They brought on uh, guys who was you know, a good cross to them. And they kind of just like towards the end of the game, they were just pumping in crosses. That's all they were doing, which is literally our area of strength. Like Harry Suter is called the giraffe for a reason. Yeah. He's gigantic. Nick, mate, mm. do you reckon the Danes actually did their research on us, or do you reckon they came into this game kind of expecting an easy win? As far as if
3: they did their research, maybe not extensively. I did see them pulling out the good old, you know, the good old uh, folio, you know, of the set pieces, and, you know, maybe they had some tactics yeah. in there.
0: Just on a side note, how cool was that guy's glasses? <laughs> Which guy? I don't know the bloke that was flipping the pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the side. Go have a look. At, <laughs> go go a look at his glasses. The game.
3: I think you're testing my memory here. <laughs> <laughs> go
0: have a look at the guy's glasses.
2: Damos watched it 53 times, so he knows back every detail.
0: I've watched it 20 half times, <laughs> so
1: I know. Damo <laughs> can name you every single player from start to finish off memory. Yeah, though. that's you know. right playing in his head yeah I,
3: I I, don't think they underestimated us at all I think they knew that we were capable of beating them and they played to win and they they were they were open of that going into the game so it's not a case of like they were brushing us off they knew like that we were going to give them a fight whereas they did whereas they researched where where if they researched us as a team, that's a different story, but they knew, like, well, we weren't walkovers. They were preparing to win. Mm-hmm. They just bottled it, and they had their chances. They, they played really well, Denmark, I thought. It's just that... Like, it might sound like a hindsight 2020, but I felt like, you know, even though they were getting the chances in, we were <laughs> defending really well against them, and... Yeah. All, all it takes in soccer is just, like, one deft touch to go into the back of the net, so... You can only defend so well for so much. All it takes is one mistake. Hmm. Yep. And we our goal was definitely definitely more against the run of the play than their opportunities.
1: Interesting. But we, I, we I thought to they definitely had the, the run contest. of the play in the first 30 minutes or so, but it was pretty even after that, I, I thought. Oh,
3: yeah. I feel like they had more consistent and persistent chances. Mm-hmm. They had yeah, like they more repeat opportunities, whereas we kind of like... Hold possession a bit longer, and then, uh, and then it would go forward, and it would it would look like it would have a an attack, but they were more they they had a few like repeat corners and um, a few repeat it's entries. Just
0: a peak cat uh, canter attacking football, isn't it? Yeah, but their shots,
3: mm. we defended their shots really well. There were there were very few shots that we, we pressed them while well. there's very few shots they did have, even though they had repeat chances that were like. Truly threatening, like nothing rocketing into the to the crossbar. You know, nothing rocketing. Like you know, uh, a few there's a few one or two hairy moments towards the end of the game where yeah. it kind of spilled loose with Suda and Ryan and um, Moy had to get in there with the clearance. Yeah, but for sure. We, we played really well. Uh, we punched above our weight. Mm. Uh, You know, we've been the worst-off team on paper for every game so far, so it doesn't hurt to be, uh, once again, against Argentina and whoever we may play. That's it. Uh, I'm looking at you, USA and Netherlands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And whoever may follow, I don't know how the bracket's going to pan out yet. Well, Bash mentioned it
1: on the on the broadcast. Written off too many times to remember, and it really is yeah, a the of right. underdogs, in it? So, wh-
3: why why should we like focus on what's on paper when we've had two victories against the grain? Yeah, know, okay. It's, at, at a certain point, you have got to put it to the side, and you only need. We're playing knockout football now. Or every, In a World Cup, three games it feels like every game's a knockout. But you just need to focus on one game at a time, and it's not. Yep. There's no. It's not even like a Champions League where the tie can turn into group stage. We just need to focus on what's ahead of us. And Argentina, I'm I'm talking for a while here. Sorry, lads, but Argentina (laughs) have a team of superstars, but they also have quite a lot of team players. You know, they're not. They're not. You know, it's not like France where it's superstar, superstar,
1: superstar. Yeah, yeah. They're a lot more vulnerable than people might think. This is the weakest Argentina team that have been that have gone to a World Cup in recent years. I think so. They're lying on two Two 35-year-olds. You know,
3: they're. You know, two sides of the coin. One side is. Like we can't just like disparage them because they don't have superstars in every position. I mean, of course, because th- you need good team players. Uh, you don't need you don't need, need like you know eighty five overall rated FIFA players on your on your World Cup squad. You need team players, yep. and because we're in the same boat. Uh, but who's to say that Lucky like, can't get past uh, their their fullbacks? You know, oh, uh, like just it just takes one opportunity. And their Uh, fullbacks aren't very
1: good, as far as I'm concerned. They're good. They're obviously good. They're international players, but they're not elite. That they might might have been in Argentina's history. And I think you mentioned, like, Denmark had a few moments towards the end of the game. They also had their moments at the very start. There was a couple nervy moments with Ryan, like, ricocheting all over the place. They had a shot at the near post. There was that Degenek block, which was fucking awesome. I don't know if you boys remember that one. To me, that was probably the closest chance they had. And I do want to mention deganek just third right back to start in three games to come in and just do the, do the job he did. Yeah. That's, I think that's really indicative of the mentality that we have in the squad at the moment. Just everyone's ready to kind of go in there and, and work even back yep. coming on the second half showed that as well. But um, Deganek described his defending style at the end of the game as trying to block bullets aimed at your family. Which is yeah, pretty intense, that. and obviously links back to what Damo mentioned in the last pod about kind of his history and what a story. Oh yeah, I think Australia's our, our football, our international team has always had you know immigrant players, in, in, in there who have you know been very vocal about their past. And Degenek is continuing that tradition, and, and really kind of yeah, it's an amazing story and mm. awesome to fucking see.
2: Yeah, they put everything on the line for. For the country, you know, well, they might, might, uh, may not have all been born here. They love, they love the country so much, and they love the team, and yeah, they just do everything. Like that quote you just said, Deshawn just, just shows the mentality of of um of the players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's amazing to see.
1: That's it, and I think it is the mentality. And look, we a lot of like Arnold has come into a lot of criticism for maybe his tactics or lack thereof, but. He has instilled this kind of mentality in the squad. It must be said, and it's fucking awesome to see. Like,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's
0: right. And I think uh, we're really showing the importance of creating a really good team environment at uh, these tournaments, and obviously at the Olympics, they had the same kind of vibe, and mm. uh, this tournament, the World Cup, it seems like. They've just continued on with that, and obviously it helps when you've got Tim Cahill there, mm. uh, who pretty much uh, got the Socceroos to camp at the Aspire uh, plant, the Aspire uh, Academy training pitches, Academy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, this all stems from just to having those kind of little things sorted, and then then you can really focus on your team environment and the uh, culture you want to. Set, set up with, and yeah, it's really shown, and obviously having Martin Boyle as the uh, Vibes uh, coordinator yeah. or Vibes manager, whatever he's been uh,
1: installed as, um, yeah. and, and it's definitely yeah. working because he's
0: it's uh, he's working a treat. Did you see sort
1: of at the thing. end of the game the huddle they had and Boyle in the centre there?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's oh, so cool. like the second time they've done that now, so. So cool. He's definitely a part of the squad. Like he, he, he was a very integral part of our qualification yeah. process, and um, he, he was probably the main person who deserved to actually be playing. But unfortunately, that injury just kept him
1: out for too long. Yeah, it's a shame. Mm. It is, it's, it is a shame. Um, but yeah, like mentality over, over talent. There was a headline coming into the, into the game by the Sydney Morning Herald, no less. Denmark's destroyer could single handedly crush Australia. This is obviously referring to Christian Eriksson. Eriksson yeah. was good for like 15 minutes. Beyond that. He was good on the dead ball. He was good on the of dead course, ball. Of course, as he always will be. But mm. Irvine shut him down. Backer shut him down. Moy shut him down. Just yeah, lucky. work right. lucky as well.
3: Fucking.
1: Lecky, awesome. lucky, 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 lucky. <laughs> I love that. Meme, meme of the week. Meme of the week. I love that. So sick. oh yeah there you go. Next meme of the week it's coming. Lucky, yes. lucky, 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 lucky. Um and Andy, I'll am gonna go to you my for my uh second actually no. Mm. Who do I think is better with music and who's better with creativity in general? Nick, I'll go to you. Sorry. No, no, no. That's a fair decision. Actually, I'm
0: trying to take that as a bit of an insult. (laughs) (laughs) Especially on the day of my uh, Spotify. uh... Yeah,
1: mate, (laughs) let me name my rap. What (laughs) should we name this generation of players? Because they're not the golden generation. Foz mentioned that about 100 times on the broadcast. But they are now a moment in history for Australian football. The Battler generation. The Battler generation. Oh, yeah. I was going to say maybe, oh, uh, battles, maybe Giant Slayers. Everyone loves them. The Giant Slayers? Did you say Andy?
2: Possibly. I mean, I know we didn't slay France, oh. but... like, because oh. they're always underdogs, giant you Giant know? Slayers. We're always underdogs. Yeah. Like, every match we play, it
1: feels like. I should have gone to Andy. That's so much better. That's fantastic. Oh, thanks, mate. The <laughs> Giant <laughs> Slayers. I don't mind that. Are we going to slay the Giant in Argentina? Do you reckon, Andy? you up and about for it? Oh, I'm definitely up and about. I mean... I was up and about for
2: the the Denmark game, you know. Everyone everyone wrote us song. Actually, you were asleep. I mean, yeah, I was asleep for yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. Leading up to the game, that's that's for sure. Mm. Uh, so, were you saying you wanted to
3: talk about music for this question? No, the the think? last
1: question is the music one.
3: Oh, I've got I've got a music I've got a music answer for that actually. So, but you can ask Andy or Demo, whoever it is. But I've got. I had a very special connection with music this morning I'd like to share. You know what,
1: course. it's an all-inclusive podcast, so when I do eventually ask Andy, you can just jump in with your opinion anyway, because it's, yes, it's all love in. here, it's all love.
0: That's what we do.
1: That's it, mate. But, back to Arnold, yeah, he's instilled this mentality and it's awesome, and he is now like, is Graham Arnold the bona fide Aussie legend? Yes. Yes. First time back to back wins in a World Cup. Uh, he, first he clean sheet since '74. And then you've got a second clean sheet. First like time sheet. we've scored in every group game. Highest ever points total in a World Cup. It's our first win at a World Cup in 12 years. Like. It's an
0: absolute. Yeah, he's an absolute outlier in terms of World Cup performances now. Mm. Yeah. And I think um, the debate, you can debate all day whether this is a bigger achievement than winning the Asian Cup when Poster Coglu was in charge. So mm-hmm. there's always going to be those uh, for and against. And that's really sad, actually, because I think this is just a really good achievement that everyone should be getting around, regardless of whoever you thought is a better manager and all the grudges that you may hold and all that bullshit. So, yeah. Definitely.
2: He's Strong. made history. So you can't, no matter what you say about him, exactly you can't right. say that he hasn't made history.
0: And then I, what's, what's pissed me off today is... Obviously, Robbie Slater, the uh, best mate of Ray Arnold, <laughs> well, he could have said anything, he could have written about anything about how good the Socceroos were playing and stuff. But he, no, he he decided he was going to defend uh, his mate and uh, write a, an opinion piece about how everyone wrote him off and how he's done so well and uh, yada yada yada. And like, that's just it further fuels the divide between the last generation and this current generation and uh, it's, it's we're never going to get anywhere if we're all still so divided yeah I like that very true
1: unity and togetherness coming out of demo I, I like that it's very nice oy, oy, oy. And, and honestly gen- genuine question like oh, actually no <sighs> it's something that I know it's obviously when when the mainstream media hop on and they kind of get involved and you see like Carl Stefanovic wearing a an Aussie bucket hat on <laughs> uh, sunrise or whatever it is. You're, like, you're it's big a bit today, cringe. fan, Jashan? Yeah, I'm yeah. a huge today. <laughs> oh, I have a today. story
3: on that. Like,
1: yeah,
2: I, I
3: was like reveling in the moment, trying to you know get a bit of you know World Cup fever going. I turned on Melbourne SCN and I don't know who they put on, but they have put on the B team. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even think that we've like. Uh, mainstream TV media has like picked it up, and you know it's it's a massive story. But six six twenty in the morning, you know breakfast, the first breakfast radio show, they've got their summer V team on. They were so uninfused, like about you know the whole thing. They're talking more time about the golf,
2: oh the, the golf,
3: golf. What golf? <laughs> golf?
2: That's, <laughs> what that's golf? when you change the channel, mate. Exactly. There's golf on. top football. I, I not only did agenda. I have to listen to
3: five minutes of buddy ads. Um, while I was getting ready in the morning they, The first thing to talk about Oh, it's like, does the Socceroos have a song? Oh, what about the Socceroos? Oh, oh, I'm not much of a soccer person But I guess it's good they were <laughs> like,
2: oh, And then they're like How good was the golf the other day? And I'm like Yeah, that's, that's when you change the channel, mate
1: <laughs> Oh my I god dicks getting rather Fantastic like when I when
3: I chucked on the SEN radio, uh, they had like Gary Gary Line and Tim Watson, and they were they were getting behind it like in a Carl Stefanovic way, and they were first to admit I don't understand about anything about soccer, or the world game, but how great was it seeing Andrew Redmayne get all those saves, and they were getting buzzed and hyped, and you know, but these guys were fucking
1: shit. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Send in your feedback, SEN. You'd expect more out of SEN too. You would.
3: Oh, they've sent, they've sent people over for the World Cup and they're covering it, but, like, come on, lads. Like, you know, it's fucking...
2: Yeah, if they've sent people over there, surely they, like, live cross to them or something's part of their, their morning show.
3: People need to know, this is the world game, and 190 plus teams vie to make it, like, yep. to make this tournament. Definitely. Uh, one way or another, it, it's not straight, that straightforward, obviously. And we're the best sixteen
0: in the world. It's almost like they don't realise just how
2: big this is. You're not
3: there's world rankings in FIFA and soccer, Mm -hmm. but if you're like a Belgium or a Brazil, you know a bit of an underachiever in your current eras, you're not like going to your mates in fifteen years time unless either of them will win this World Cup. Oh, you know we were number one like between twenty thirteen and you know twenty seventeen. You know no, you win the World Cup. Or you don't get talked about. Yeah. And as it stands, Australia's uh, theoretical ranking is what in the forties or fifties. We're 6 we're, we're minimum sixteenth in the world. Minimum, right Yeah. Now. And I, re- I reckon yeah.
1: we'll take it to Argentina, Argentina. Sorry. I reckon we, we. There's a fair shot we take it to Argentina as well, man. Like. Reckon, yeah. We give them a red. We'll be right? at the pub. I just want to say, booking confirmed, lads. We're going
3: to yeah. the pub. Where are we going? Good stuff, Nick. Uh, Richmond, uh, I, I hope we don't get dogs, but Richmond Club Hotel. Oh, good venue, okay, The good Richmond
1: venue. Club Hotel, okay, sick. So,
3: yeah, it, they got free bookings. So, uh, I think I accidentally booked 20 because I, I got a bit nervous. But, 20 uh, people. Got, but I'll call them up and release you 10 of them. You booked 20, if 20 people. 20 people. <laughs> I don't
1: even know 20 yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to bring Hugo Boss. Yeah, um, yeah but it uh, beyond like, the cringy mainstream media stuff, it has been nice to see certain bits of like genuine you know togetherness and, and cup fever coming in like the scenes oh, from yeah. Fed Square have been awesome even if it has Amazing. scared us all viral. a little bit
4: yeah.
1: with the flares Nick they gone viral so. yeah, yeah it's sick and now we're seeing uh, live sites pop up all over the country for the round 16 people game. power people power people deserve joy
3: and happiness mm-hmm. good on them it's not a competition it's not a competition of Melbourne versus whoever Everyone's going to have fun. The whole nation's going to have all fun. All it's going to be great. This is
0: the only team with the Matildas that can truly unite everyone in this yeah, country. exactly. Mm. Yeah. And everyone will be watching it with the same amount of passion as every other state. Like um, when the AFL and NRL grand finals on, no one from those yeah. states yeah, yeah. who don't follow it give exactly. a shit. Everyone gives a shit about this. In theory, yeah.
3: And the Olympics, even, even cricket. No one, no one, no one's going to Fed Square to watch, you know, the World Cup final. Nah. Like, That's right. Even if you know, you'd be lucky to get a good TV viewership audience. I mean, cricket and cricket's been struggling. You know, like barely. You can see all the empty seats at the Test match. Yeah. Admittedly, on a Wednesday work day with drab opposition, but.
1: Wow, you know,
3: right? way to roast the West <laughs> yeah. Indies, mate. Jesus. Drive by I haven't there. lost the wicket
1: yet, actually. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Put some respect on, Cra- uh, on on Craig Brathwaite's name, brother. What about Martin Brathwaite? Oh, God, damn. damn. Shanderpool retired a decade ago, mate. Oh, his son. son of Shanderpul. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But, was it Tegener- Oh, it's Tegenerine playing. Oh, Tegenerine Shanderpool is so shit. How is he being selected? God. It's not, it's not. It's a cricket podcast. Know. But um, <laughs> Nick, you, you you preach all this love and, and unity, but in the Google doc you wrote, and I quote, "Melbourne is." I don't is write,
3: write anything in the. I
1: don't write anything. If you cut in the me Google off doc one actually, more time, I'm gonna go I, to your house and slap you in the face, Nicholas.
3: You don't even know where I live.
1: <laughs> I've been there. I've been to your apartment. Yeah, well, it's a bit different now because now we've got furniture, and that makes zero difference <laughs> to where the apartment is located.
3: Um. Maybe you got up and moved. You wrote, and I
1: quote: "Melbourne is best city, Brisbane is average." So you know. Wait, when
3: when did I write that? I haven't touched. I don't touch the running sheets. Someone's framed (laughs) me. You admitted to this. On, I can just bring the recording. I admit to this today? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, nice. no, no, that's because I was talking on the pod. That's because I was ta- when we were talking with Matthew on the on the first podcast of the World Cup. I, we were having a bit of banter. I thought I was admitting to that. No, I'm not admitting to writing anything. Brisbane is an average city, man. you <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, Well,
1: then who wrote Melbourne is best city and uh, Brisbane is average? Who wrote that? Well, it wasn't me. <sighs> <laughs> Did you see were laughing know, in the crazy. background this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I apologise Nick I, uh... <laughs> Nick's been just slaughtered But yeah, it's clear to see live sites Popping up all, all around the country There's a hotel in Sydney That has officially changed its name From the Sackville Hotel to the Sacky Roos yeah. Which is quite nice I reckon And yeah, Cup Fever is, is taking the city And what do, you, what do we reckon boys Like can we beat Argentina and how do we beat Argentina from here?
0: Uh, belief. Yeah. yeah, belief. The same values and stuff that we've gone into the other games with. Yeah, I think. Fair. Just need to follow our uh, structures and catch them on the break or whatever and just mm. get into our uh, structure and just hold yeah. it out. Same thing. Yeah, I don't think we need to change that. It's, it's effective.
3: Fly in Lockie yes, Wales man. and play Marco Tilley on as the superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Wales. Yeah.
2: interesting. Lockie <laughs> <Lucky laughs> Wales.
0: <laughs> yes, lad. Lockie.
2: Uh, we had
1: Duke
0: in that game too. Actually,
2: he was in Yeah, he was there.
1: Yeah. He was. Yeah, true. The same. Yeah, he was there as one of the veteran players. Get yeah, yeah. um, get. We just need the same belief that Luke Wilkshire had when he stood up while Lecky was running towards goal. He kind of have you seen? Have you yeah. seen this footage? Yeah, how good is yeah. that? So cute. He's
3: yeah, work. I should have. I should have. I should have just taken the preemptive public holiday today. But you know, I'm, yeah, safe, you I'm saving my. Um, I'm saving my sickie for that Monday after we win the World Cup. <laughs> so,
2: no, that's it, In now.
1: fair shout. Yeah, the truly iconic moments popping up all over Australia. How great would
3: it be if we bet the
2: palms? Oh, that would.
1: Oh mate, life changing. Uh there was a dude I saw wearing I saw wearing a, a Melbourne heart oh, oh, full what a kit thing. last a Friday. Thing. Where was that? I saw at the Melbourne heart. At kit. the bar. What? Oh ho, ho. Uh, yeah, down on ground level you got the he had the hat on, the scarf, the jersey, everything. And I was which, like, fuck me. Which hero? Like the the red <laughs> or, the or, white, white.
3: Or, or or the, the red yeah. the predominantly white or the predominantly red stripes? Red. Mostly yeah. red. Yeah, so a bit a bit in the, the second half of the Melbourne Melbourne okay, 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 yeah. well, Still, it was nice to see. Yeah. Well, and, it's, um, it's iconic. Harry Q no. wore that kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, mate, Harry Kewall, the greatest commentator of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but that brings yes. me to um to my last burning question of the night. So uh, at that at that bar last Friday, we beat Tunisia one nil. I was working. Uh, you boys that were. Mostly present, watching the game. It was good. And when we won, I chucked on Waltzing Matilda um, as like a celebratory sing-along song, expecting it to get a rousing response. But I've got to be honest, uh, very few people slung along to Waltzing Matilda, maybe one or two half-hearted attempts, and I was quite too disappointed. <laughs> exactly, too many hipsters. But I'll, I'll throw it to you, Andy. What what song should I have played uh, instead? Uh, I
2: would have gone with Land Down Under, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty... pretty uh... The remix or the original? Ooh, uh, original. It's a, it's a, it big, a big question. The
0: Remix is.
3: Remixes, I, I'm vibing to the remix way more than I thought. I think what makes the remix good is that they re Colin Hay redid his vocals. Oh like, really? Oh yeah. Redid his vocals. That's what it's, it's got a bit of an edge to it. Well, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd, yeah, I'd be happy with yeah. that. at the same, at the same bar you know, you just don't have the pulling power at that bar you work at. I was there. I was speaking to your owner. <laughs> okay. And I was like, chuck us a song on. He's like, after we won, he's like, yeah, what do you want? Men at work, Down Under. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, you know, he's like, I'm putting them on next. Okay. And everyone was vibing to that. So maybe you just got a poor taste for
2: music. <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, I didn't actually hear the song, <laughs> like Look,
1: honest. I think Waltzing Matilda is a better song. I'm sorry. I... Uh, I'm sorry. I'd I disagree. Like Spotify For pure right?
0: vibes, you're not just gonna go into bloody. Waltzing Waltz Matilda.
1: Are you? If I well, want well, pure vibes, Matilda. I'll go get on the beers, the Dan Andrews. <laughs> <things.
0: laughs>
3: <laughs> Waltzing and Matilda is like a good like 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 when you're like in the second or third point into celebrating, I reckon. Okay. And you're like oh, like all oh, um you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In America, <laughs> in New Year's they New Year's Eve they sing that song like and all oh, acquaintances. It's like cringy. Yeah. Always in their New Year's Eve. I don't understand it. It's not our tradition. So, but but that's that's the kind of vibe I get. You know, like you're going, whoa, sing. So I see merit, but when the
1: hype is real, men at work for me. Interesting. There you go. Hunter. Well, you know what? You live, you learn, boys. You live, you learn. Just like uh, Arnie and the boys did after the France game. I'll learn and I'll come back stronger than ever next time. (laughs) Can I I
3: give you my uh, playlist? On today like a bit of a <laughs> snapshot of what i listen to on the, yeah on the for sure are you commute?
1: giving us your spotify wrapped right now mate well I, I don't
3: know i haven't actually looked at my spotify wrapped yet because i've been too engrossed in the suckeroos okay. but if if today is the first day of spotify wrapped considering i'm a bit of a hip-hop listener pop music r&b mm. if today's the first I, I like all these songs i'm about to mention in uh just... in moderation but it's going to be a very confusing day for the first day of my Spotify rap, and it's probably suggesting, like, you know, Drake or something as my number one, and then, like, you're going to have a bit of a cold chisel in the mix. So. <laughs> 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 we've,
1: got of, we've got
3: a bit of <laughs> Down Under, original and remix, a bit of Waka Waka. Yeah, oh, you've got to play Waka Waka. A, a bit of a Thunderstruck. Oh. oh, A bit of Leaps and Bounds by the hack himself, Paul Kelly. <laughs> Oh, not, a bit of a bit of a bit of modern uh, modernity, a bit of tame in parlour, the less I know the better. Oh right. A bit of Euro Euro Trash, Freed from Desire by Gala. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: A bit of midnight oil, fire.
3: midnight oil, Beds of Vernon. A bit of Never Tear Us Apart. A bit of Great Sutherland, a bit of K Shan. A, yeah, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Eagle Rock. A bit of Eagle Rock. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit of, a, now. Bit of a, a bit of a It's a long way to the top For a sausage <laughs> roll Oh yes And and this I, I didn't have Walt sing Matilda But the slow song To cap it off
1: I still call Australia voice? home Peter Allen oh. No horses by Daryl Braithwaite
3: Yeah no, nah, I listened to horses on the weekend So I was already horsed out No Johnny know.
1: Farnham <laughs> No fuck off <laughs> Look, I already listened to B- <laughs> D- Daryl Braffroy
3: and Johnny Farnham on Sunday after we got <laughs> Tanisha, so I was already a bit, yeah. like, maxed out, you know. You can only listen yeah, to same, yeah. so many of these guys, you know, a year, let alone in a few
1: days' time. Yeah, yeah so no cool. Johnny Farnham. No jo- The way you asked that, no Johnny Farnham? You were <laughs> completely, like, shocked <laughs> and appalled. <laughs> I'd
3: just like to say, k goes off at weddings. I yeah, K-Shan. Hate- K-Shan. Oh. Go I- K-Shan.
0: Go K-Shan.
3: It, but, but like, and I and it's a song I've never listened to unless I'm absolutely hammered, and and it goes off. It's
0: just one of those songs that you when just... you're at a pub on a Saturday night or something, you just yelling out yell at the bloody uh, the the vocalist saying, "Do <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. okay, let's bring it into this music chat. It's, I'm glad I brought it can up. Start right. a separate <laughs> podcast for this. We've gone from a politics podcast to a music podcast mm. in the space of four days. Yeah, well, this culture. is shocking. Is there anything else you boys want to talk about from the uh, Australia game before we quickly run through the rest of the uh, World Cup?
3: There's no other rest of the World Cup, but um, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Just I'd just stuff. like to say I, I want to see this momentum for, bring forward into the A League. Mm. And I think yep. it. I, I hope it will, and uh, Australia loves football, and the a League has shown up on the world stage, oh, and 100%. we deserve respect.
0: Respect, man, respect. It's, yeah, it's... It this, will have, style. this will have um, lasting effects on the next gen of young fans and so so forth, so... Yeah, it's the best... Obviously, for for many it was the um, yeah the Uruguay game, and for some it was uh, Tim Cahill's goals yep. and yep. all the rest. But yeah, this this will be someone's uh, Tim Cahill's goal or John Aloisi's. Penalty. Massimo so, Luongo yeah, at the
1: Asian Cup. Oh, what a banger! Yeah,
0: that's that's exactly right. That this will be some some kids or someone's turning point to say yeah, well, I I really want to get into watching or playing football. So, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, well, that's exciting what, um,
2: to, to yeah, find out. Well, yeah, that's what M- Matt Lecky said. There was a quote I saw during the week that said, like, as a kid he wanted to be an AFL player originally and then he watched the yeah. 2006 World Cup and decided he was going to be a footballer and, and look at him now.
1: Fuck oh, that's awesome. Scoring on the He watched Joseph stage, Simenich yeah. get three yellow cards in one match yeah. and to himself, yeah, <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh, it is the best oh, form yeah, of
2: marketing yeah. for Australian football though, isn't it? Like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, it is. You can't can't make and it.
0: No other sport can do it. Exactly. And yeah, it's just a shame that the government doesn't see it. I know, mm-hmm. definitely.
1: Maybe than day. getting pumped by Peru at the last World Cup to finish it off. Like this is just awesome. And I, that oh, that be. Denmark back four or back five, whatever they all play in big five European leagues, and right. Matt Leckie has just torn through them as a bloke who plays in the A League. Yep. So, so what um, it could do for the for the uh, domestic game is is also just potentially huge. 100%. Yeah,
3: well, he like he, he's definitely had his last eight years or so in Europe, so credit to him. Yeah, but that's like tough. you know, yeah. but the but it's also you know like good that that caliber of talent wants to stay in the A league. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's a great caliber of ta- talent for the league. He might not stay in the league till his retirement. I foresee him definitely cashing in on like maybe Southeast Asia for a year or two.
2: Yeah, mm, maybe.
1: Uh, it's, it's only cheeky trip to India to join Demi Petrados.
3: Yeah, I, I also. Um, I want to celebrate the fact that we're hosting the Women's World Cup next year and I, and I can't wait to see the streets, uh, football fever, take over again. Oh, It'll be so a bit so more chilly, but the games will be in prime time. And if the Matildas have a good run, watch which, out. Which they should. Be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, which unless you're should. Matthew Hume and Super you're an inter- et- eternal pessimist then you don't yeah. think they'll even top the group. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Don't, don't ask
2: him for your tips. That's Three it. Steps, and a
1: yeah. yeah, shout-out to the, the Liberty. The Liberty A-League uh, women's has started up as well, I do believe. So that's yes. that's in full swing.
3: Shout-out Matthew Hume for uh, always blaming me for jinxing the team, but the team still... But the Socceroos still win So Who's the jinx yeah, That's it mate That's, that's it. it Well
1: and also you know, we, we can't get our hopes up too much Because look An incredible lack of faith Got us this far You know we, No one believed in Graham Arnold No one believes in us After the Olly Roos, uh, Tumbled out of the Under 23 World Cup mm. No one thought we'd beat Peru Let's not ruin this With positive thoughts now yeah, Okay No one
2: thought we'd even
1: Get a play just for just like
3: some wrong. MLS merchant That wants to play for Miami FC anyway <laughs> Into Miami Into no Miami group. Into Miami Oh
1: whatever <laughs> <laughs>
2: I heard they're
3: owned right. by. I heard they owned by some guy that's never, never won a World Cup. <laughs> that's <so>. it, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just some absolute wanker, dead ball merchant who had no actual talent in open play. No one worth score mentioning. Score against Greece. Exactly. Useless. Uh, but Damian Berkshire. Bollywood actor.
3: I mean, Brett <laughs> Lee doesn't own it. Bloody uh, MLS. <laughs> <stuff> <laughs> he could <laughs> if he wanted to, but he chooses not to.
4: <laughs> Thing
3: all time. <laughs> <What> did you <laughs> say he wanted to
0: but he doesn't have the time <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy <laughs> mate that's right he is he's got time to be running some well, i, I just want to say that the uh usa are a fully sick dude uh they totally made it into the playoffs yeah the lebron james of soccer christiano pulisic i love that dude and just a quick shout out to Coach Greg for being an absolute chad for getting us <laughs> into, like the next stage, man. That was totally awesome. And my dude, Wea was totally sick. Like, what a score. But the ref didn't allow it because he was like, off-site or something. So yeah, my boy, keep doing your thing. <laughs> this is the
3: greatest podcast of all time. Oh. <laughs> oh, took Australia this is going to this is gonna be like a like a grab, and it's going to be like the greatest <laughs> football
1: and world podcast of all time, and Australia's greatest every moment in the World Cup, and it's going to like peak at the same yeah. time, and it'll be glorious. Hey, shout out to, uh, um, shout out to can't Hill. call a coach a Chad! <laughs> 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 That's spectacular. Okay, uh, there were other games in the World Cup, and we should probably run through them. Apparently. Uh, drink shares in Giga-Chad. Yeah. Oh, Did you guys see him. that the, he, he made a 100
3: oh. euro bet with Messi? And then he went, in, he went to the report, He went to um, in his, in his uh, interview later with a He's like, I think I, he's like, I think I broke the rules. You know, you're not meant to make bets on the field. So he's trying to, he's, you know, and Messi was like, in, implicit
2: in that. So he's trying <laughs> to be a bit <laughs> cheeky. Messi yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, Messi uh, gets suspended. banned from the next game, and we just yeah.
1: walk, we waltz to a victory. That's right.
2: He has to miss the right. game. No, We've got no
3: one else. <laughs> uh, Messi side-strain because he's uh, yeah, twisting and turning too much in his bed late at night. <laughs> having nightmares of uh, Andrew Redman saving his penalty.
1: Having nightmares of having to look up like three metres just to see how he suit his face. Yeah. Like, oh my <laughs> he's going to
2: get in a sore neck. Uh,
1: but yeah, the US, for example, have made it into the next round. Damo, do you actually want to talk about it or was that a splurge that you gave us earlier or you really want No,
0: I do kind of want to talk about it. Um, I thought Wales were Wales. Mm. Uh, they were just kind of there, but not really. <laughs> That's
2: what their purpose is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty uh, boring performance, and Gareth Bale just showed again that he's absolutely past it. So this was probably the last World Cup that Wales will ever qualify for, based on their performance. <laughs> now, I don't see I don't see much in in Wales like. The fact that Italy didn't qualify for this...
1: (sighs) (laughs) But Wales did, bro.
0: (laughs) Wales did. uh, Yeah, it's a bit sad. uh, Yeah, look, I think the USA totally deserved going through. And uh, obviously Pulisic is... uh, Went off after he scored, and apparently he should be all right. It was just a bit of a precaution thingy okay. uh, that he went off, and he was he was in hospital, and he was posting photos and shit. But uh, yeah, I think he he has to play anyway. Like if if he if Paul doesn't play, then they've got no chance anyway because he's the only person that makes that team uh, click. So
1: you got to give Gio Reyna a shout. Give him a go. I know. Well, I, I don't know
0: why he's not starting. Apparently, not his, um,
1: it's like those Japanese players you mentioned in the last podcast. He's too much of an individual. The coach doesn't like his attitude. Ah, uh,
0: okay. Right. Yeah, fair. That's, that's interesting because I'm pretty sure you assisted Haaland for like a million goals. <laughs> yeah,
2: but... literally.
0: <laughs> yeah, righto. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Reyna comes in. He's an exciting youngster, so... Uh, depends whether he goes for experience or youth. And uh, it'll be a good game against the Netherlands. And I th- still think the, the Dutch will be too strong in the end.
1: Probably. Uh, also, shout out to the US captain, Tyler Adams. He got asked in a post-match interview after the game with Iran. Obviously, US-Iran, there's a lot of history there. And he was asked by an Iranian uh, reporter whether he feels comfortable representing the US as an African-American man. And uh, his response was really uh, powerful and well well said. So if anyone hasn't seen that interview, give it a look because it's it's yeah it's it's quite potent amongst all the drama. But um, I'll go around the room just if there's any any games any storylines that you want to touch on. I know Andy, you haven't watched any of the other games.
2: Not, not since our is last there... podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any like? Lost interest. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is there anything that you're maybe looking forward to for the rest of the competition outside of Australia, or or nah?
2: A few good ones coming up. I mean, the Croatia-Belgium one should be a good one. Um, I'll be rooting for the Croatians uh, for you, Jashan.
1: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's all right. Got to have (laughs) you
2: back. And um, Japan-Spain looks good, too.
1: Yeah, there are a few juicy games on tonight, I think. You mentioned the Croatia-Belgium game. That obviously... Uh, Croatia is currently at the top of that group, but if they lose and Belgium win, then they it could very well be uh, out. Oh, really? Herbie. So
2: they, Croatia Popsies. could still miss if they lost.
1: Yeah, because Morocco are playing Canada, and uh, uh, sorry, Bud, but I, I imagine Morocco yeah, will beat Canada. Canada's already out. a better like, team, quite frankly. Mm. Yeah. Morocco are good. Morocco are really
0: good. The actual dark horses.
1: Oh, absolutely. If Belgium don't make it through, it'll be a massive story. And this is the thing, like, whoever comes out on top of this game, right, like Belgium, Croatia, it's the loser. It's going to be the end of a golden generation. Yeah, big stakes. What do we see
3: happening in the Spain, Germany, Japan group? It's pretty tense.
0: Oh, well, Japan need to win against Spain because they choked against Costa Rica to go through. So, yeah, such a weird group.
3: Germany's got only one point though, right? Yeah. So
0: yeah, but need to,
3: Germany need to win to go through. Germany right? need
0: to win, yeah. I imagine they will.
3: Oh, Sounds yeah. sound familiar. Oh, against you? Costa Rica, oh, Costa Rica. yeah. They, they, <laughs> they need <laughs> to win against the buddy low-lying South Korea last time. Now it's low-lying Costa Rica.
0: Just what a uh, what a fall from the Japanese. Though. Like they had, uh, I think I talked mm. about it on
2: the last one, but they had golden opportunity to go Who'd through. Who'd they beat in their first coked. game? Someone big, right?
1: They beat Germany, yeah, Germany.
2: yeah,
0: yeah, Germany. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to touch on the Mexico Saudi Arabia match and the the consequences and stuff for yep, um, those guys to go through to the round of sixteen and same with Tunisia and stuff like that. these were some pretty bad shit bloody scenarios uh, <laughs> that everyone was in to get to into the next stage like. If, if I told you that Tunisia won 1-0 against France yeah, and yeah. we were playing Denmark in the last game of the group, like if, if you're a standard football fan, you'd say, oh, well, Australia go out because Tunisia obviously go ahead on points and stuff and obviously uh, Denmark are bloody dark horses. So the fact that these results went exactly the opposite way in yeah. which they were... Probably I mean, to be fair... ...expected d- to go.
1: Deschamps literally changed, I think, was it, nine of his 11 players. Yeah. Well,
0: exactly, and I mean, he, no one would have seen that
1: coming. He was playing like Camavinga, who's a central midfielder, as a left back, and, and, and then, to a top it
0: all off, and then to top it all off, the New Zealander bloody ref decides that he's <laughs> going to bloody pay an offside... After he's blown for the final whistle. Oh. <laughs> and then they restart again. Imagine if we got knocked out because of that fucking batshit.
1: <laughs> because of a fucking Kiwi. right damn Because
0: of bloody Matt Conga, the bloody useless bastard. question?
3: Christ, a question, Jeez. this is Christ, mate. What was the deal with, uh, the deal <laughs> with Mexico and Poland? So they're both... Mm, so was up they to, were literally
0: uh, a draw in every single stat possible apart from yellows. Uh uh yeah like yep. disciplinary
3: and, and was did Poland have the lowest um lowest yellow card tally? Yeah, yeah so Poland would have gone yeah. through anyway Essentially, yeah. Uh, but Mexico just needed Mexico, Mexico just needed, needed a, to
0: score
1: or Argentina to score. Another
0: goal yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Or yeah, Mexico
0: was, or um yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, too many yellow cards from the Mexicans, mate. No, they get too, too many yellow cards, too, too and then goody. obviously uh, Salem Al-Dossari just bloody <laughs> yeah. goes ahead and just scores
0: against the runner play. And, and yeah,
1: it, it's a shame. On. Like the Saudis will go out bottom of their group, but I think they have absolutely given a great account of themselves. What a,
0: yeah, what a what a turnaround from. Yeah, they they did extremely well. Absolutely, to get a result against Argentina. Uh, regardless of what we may think of them obviously we're going to beat them too but yeah that's it right uh, <laughs> <yes. laughs> but yeah it's just a shitty uh, yeah end t- end of the tournament for them
3: Alrighty, lads um i wanna before we close things out i wanna give a couple shout outs mm, please uh, what's the opposite of a shout out like a put down shout out you know call like cop dish shout out, a, like call out. yeah call out Call out. Okay, first one, shout out. Shout out to my cousin Giorgio from Rome. <laughs> uh, big ups to you, mate. Uh, DM'd me on the Instas. He's putting his full support behind the Socceroos. Uh, good stuff. He did throw a tour about uh, at least not facing Italy this time, but <laughs> I said uh, don't go there. It's a sensitive topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs>
1: uh, Does cousin Giorgio like- know Christian Volpato personally? And if so, can you tell him to fuck off? We don't want. Yeah, to that's right. We don't so, need him. Yeah.
3: Apparently, someone saw this is this is rumor of the century. But apparently, someone saw Christian Golpato this morning at the Star Casino. Really? In really? <laughs> yeah, he's in Sydney because AS Roma played a friendly in Japan, and he must have been given some time to go back to Sydney during the break. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, I want to give a big, uh, a big a big a big anti shout out. To all the Euro snobs out there, and particularly this one I still have on my Instagram socials, who always posts like ten different things. He has a club in Germany, Spain, Germany, Spain, France, England. Oh, you name it. Everywhere, like, the a those, League. One of those classic people that have a yeah, A-League, a league club in every country. Like oh, Euro snobs. Uh, I want to say a big, uh, you know, Messi fanboy, Ronaldo fanboy. I want to say uh, a big uh, get stuck.
1: <laughs> Everyone's getting a bit riled up, fellas. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so up the
3: heat cop that, you know. Show some loyalty and just pick, stick by. Uh, I understand he might have a few national allegiances just due to where he's lived. Um, uh, none of them have to do with Argentina as far as I'm aware. I think it's like New Zealand and stuff yeah but fuck
1: that hey, he could guy. be listening to this podcast and, and right now. so so your beef with him is purely because he has multiple teams that he likes
3: you gotta pick one man I support AS Roma in Europe and Melbourne City in Australia because i will never come in contact you can't support Chelsea, Bolton yeah, uh Barcelona they, they
1: play each other like three times a season if you're lucky That's a fair he play. just loves football mate you're just hating on the like for love and football. You, There's you can nothing still, wrong with English love. Still
2: and... love football and not have a million favourite teams. <laughs> oh, I oh get my... stuff,
3: guys. Uh, on on, a that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm right. right. uh, backing
0: you. I'm backing you, Nick.
3: Thank you, Daimo. That, that, that rounds me out. I've got nothing else to add tonight. This has been a Nothing grinds
0: my gears more. As
1: someone, I, I have a, I have a team I like in every single league, so i do not feel personally attacked. <laughs>
3: yeah, but you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. Yeah, there's a difference if I go like you know from league to league. Like, oh, I'm really watching how Liverpool's playing. Like, I'm all yeah. how Tottenham's doing. I like, I like what Dortmund's doing. You know, pushing up the table. It's another thing like to to stand them and like you know posting <laughs> the same frequency you would for your actual team. Yeah, like, no, I get over,
2: you. I, I understand eight, that. Eight, eight, fair enough. Eighteen. Nick, would your know, you mate uh, ever go to an A League game? Sorry. Would he ever go to an A League game in person? I've... Not a friend, by the
3: way, um, oh, just right. someone I have on social media still that I met once. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Probably,
1: maybe like a Melbourne, I think he's a Melbourne victory man. Ugh. Actually, worse. it's the proudest club in Australian football, or any history. the AFL too, so. Okay, that's, we can't be talking uh, about Hawthorne. Uh, fuck Hawthorne, and what does that tell you? fuck everything they stand <laughs> for. <laughs> Disgusting. Family Absolutely club, gross. Man. Uh, but yeah, the teams who have officially made it through so far, Netherlands, Senegal, England, USA, Argentina, Poland, France, and Australia. Uh, any teams you boys are really looking forward to in, in already in the round of 16? Socceroos, mate. Apart from uh, the Socceroos, yeah. obviously. The Socceroos, isn't it? Apart from the Socceroos, <laughs> yeah. like, we got any, like, you've U- no, got any Poland stands, any USA Lewandowski does. stands out uh, here? Uh, any I'm Senegal believers? It. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> just embrace the national <laughs> <been a bit laughs> bad,
3: right? they've got a good squad but they're playing really negative Also, so I've heard yeah so not not pleasing the polish fans it was bloody uh, yeah. bloody uh, like what is it, what's it called like falling upwards you know like failing upwards failing hmm. upwards yeah but they deserve it for Lewandowski, but it's. Oh, well, they're anyway, so. It's, it's a shame that they don't have the same support. Like, if Graham Arnold was managing Poland, they would be winning the World Cup. <laughs> 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 they're a great team on paper, but it seems like, like their it. tactics aren't that good. They're pretty negative.
1: Yeah, right. It's interesting because obviously, last podcast, we were all like, oh man, there could be th- four or five, three or four maybe AFC teams who make it through to the next round, and yeah. two yeah. for lucky. It could just be Australia. It me. could just be us flying the flag, you know? I've got just like to say, zero faith in South Korea. And unless Japan get a results against Spain, you know, it's going to be tough for them. So
3: I'd just like to say, I'd just like to give a big, put everyone on notice, anyone that's ever, anyone in the last, in any, any qualifying campaign where the thought's gone into your head and said like, we just need to miss out on one, the shock to the system. No, we need to make every World Cup we can. Oh, no shit. Of course, it's a good result. But we need to make every World Cup we can because it's opportunity that, like, makes us, not the bloody sh- opportunity that makes us a footballing nation. It's the belief and the results against, you know, all odds, making the round of 16, not, you know, missing out. And, like, if we if we miss out, we'll never have this. And people would be saying, you know, as we're going, had a lackluster 1-0 against UAE going into the game against Peru that we don't deserve to be there and before you know before the game against Peru they would have been saying we should just we're gonna miss it and it's good that people were saying that we're gonna miss it and that's fine because we need a shock to the system well I don't want that shock to the system I want to see us give a real good a solid 190 to 120 minute performance against Argentina
1: and we're gonna rock their world
2: that's it mate agree absolutely
1: agree absolutely agree it's gonna be fucking awesome up and about we're gonna we're going to Richmond to watch the game should be good fun uh, it's worth noting that some of the, some, some fellas who have definitely played their last World Cup, obviously, uh, Anna Valencia from Ecuador, Gareth Bale from Wales, Lazzle, is it Taremi, the Iranian guy? Love that bloke. Great player. And we might see Tarani,
0: either, yeah. a, you
1: know, a Luka Modric oh, yeah. and Ivan Perisic tonight, or, you know, a Kevin Debrana and Thibaut Courtois, you know. Depending on how that result goes, right. so yeah. things are starting yeah. to get yeah. real.
3: He's played his last who ahead of the trend World Cup game in 2014.
0: <laughs> DM Ochoa. Probably Ochoa his last fuck. Game. Oh,
1: I'm gonna miss Ochoa. Oh, uh, Jesus! Uh, yeah, Mexico. nah.
0: Hope not. I reckon he'll be there in. Oh, it'd be so good to see him in Mexico at 41.
3: That would home. be awesome. He's got it. It's gotta mate. It.
0: Keepers have How, would, how good was Keepers that have,
3: have greater longevity, so you gotta have your fingers crossed there.
1: Yeah, Buffon played into his forties. 20, There's 26. no reason why Choa can't. One Liam mark. Reddy's
0: forty. Schwarzer, Liam Reddy.
1: it's all the greatest the keepers you got. <laughs> <laughs> GG, Buffon, Guillermo Chawa, Liam Reddy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the standard. In <laughs> <Get> that order.
3: <laughs> uh, all right. What? Show peace
1: out? Yeah, we should. And I just want to leave us on this note. I think it's uh, poetic justice that Qatar, who robbed us of a World Cup bid with rampant corruption, have exited the tournament, clearly is yes. the worst team here while we have gone through. So, yeah. Good call. It's sick. If you really want to send a message to Qatar, never
3: never go to Qatar again. Is that's the whole point of this World Cup. Mm. Uh, I mean... Uh,
2: yeah, I, w- I wouldn't anyway. But
0: also, a quick shout-out to Qatar for actually hosting our games when we couldn't actually play any of our games in Australia.
2: So that's true. The qualifiers, yeah.
0: We do have to give them some sort of thanks.
1: That's a fair point.
3: We we can celebrate what makes Qatar great once they once they address human rights issues and uh, equality issues and uh, find a way to integrate it into this society, and if they if if they choose to ever do that, well then, like any country in the world, there's nothing ever binding me to go to, except for Australia, because I'm, unfortunately I'm stuck here, and it's a great
1: country, so it happens to be, but it's not the best. <laughs> Look at us getting all nationalistic. Yeah, yeah, uh, any yeah. other points we want to make before we wrap things up, fellas?
2: Oh, I'll say a uh, shout-out to our American guests for joining us on the pod today, whoever that was.
0: <laughs> My downtown LA
2: Accent downtown, it's got its own accent downtown, okay.
1: Specifically, downtown LA, <laughs> yeah, let's try. Like it. downtown LA, not <laughs> just, just LA,
0: downtown. downtown LA in the suburbs.
1: <laughs> the bear, the burbs, the burbs. <laughs> all right, and with that being said, thank you, boys, for joining me today. It's been an absolute blast of a podcast. Oh, pleasure, pumperman man. <laughs> I'll take Bernie now. All right, uh, this has been the four man wall. Thank you all.
2: do anything he wants to right?